All right, everyone, this is Mark Fiquez, the Ballpark Hunter, and you're watching, actually, you're listening, you're not watching, to the Ballpark Hunter podcast. With me today is Mark Witt, the GM of Can USA Sports. His company owns the Elmira Pioneers and the Batavia Muck Dogs of the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. So, Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. So you guys own those two clubs. Do you also own the stadiums or just, just the ball clubs? They're both different leases. Um, okay. Elmira Pioneers are at Dunfield. It is very historic. If you've ever been there. I've so been there. Much history yes. I've yeah, been there. yeah. 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 Crazy, crazy history here. But um, we lease this. So we're actually in here in May and out of here by end of August. So um, that can have its challenges for sure, because obviously there's other tenants and, uh, we're sort of just running the pioneers over the summer. Batavia is a little bit of a different animal. Um, we actually have the least to um, that stadium uh, year round. So we do all kinds of other events. Nice. Nice. Well, I guess I contact you first to talk about uh, the muck dogs. They were one of those ball clubs that had been years. So yeah, it's going to be their last year. They're not going to be affiliated anymore. And then it finally came down and they switched from the New York Penn League uh, to your league. Uh, was there any any work trying to let people know the difference between the two types of, of uh, leagues? So luckily for us, um, them, the MILB always doing that dance, like you just said, yes. oh, they're going to leave. Or the, yes. There's already some sour taste in people's mouths. <laughs> um, and then uh, just – us already having an established brand down here in Amira, you know, we took over an MILB franchise that That's was averaging true. about 500 a night. And we put them in the 3,100 a night right away. People were like, you know what? I just want to see baseball in Batavia. I want my muck dogs. It doesn't really matter if they were triple a double a, I just want my muck dogs. And, and I want people to be there. Like they know. And to be honest, we kind of got lightning in a bottle with them because I think they were sick and tired of just the ownership games. And then, our sort of brand, you know, and marketing and sales tactics, it just went like peanut butter and jelly, man. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Cause I think there's a lot of teams that went from being affiliated to all of a sudden not. Whereas I think Batavia just kept hearing about it and uh, they're like, you know what, let's do it. It's, it's yeah. our time. And uh, oh. it's, it's the perfect location. Cause you're near a bunch of different former New York Penn league towns. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a perfect storm. And, and, and what helped, uh, Elmira did it, then Batavia did it. That same year, Auburn did it. So You're right. these teams that were used to MILB single-A ball are now saying, okay, it's still wood bat. And, and you know, we have MLB first-rounders coming out of our pioneers. So I have, like, I'm telling them, you're going to see even bigger stars in a sense. They're just not, they're not a star yet. And the mm -hmm. best part about them not being a star is, you know, we're all about entertainment. So you're going to get access to them. I can promise you that you will be able to hang out with them, sign autographs. We let little kids go on the field, and play catch with them before the game. And there's probably a star or two on each of these collegiate teams. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Just making sure the kids are treated like stars. I mean, who wouldn't want to toss the ball around with a baseball player, you know? Yeah. yeah it's their muck dogs. That's what they think. This is my muck dogs. I, I have a funny story. There's a, obviously it's the Buffalo area. Uh, a season ticket holder of mine got a Josh Allen autograph football. It's amazing. He got it in a case and, you know, it's a special spot in his basement. His son 
caught a ball at a muck dogs game as the guy who hit the the ball was walking off the field he signed it for him and he ran home was like dad this needs to go next to the josh allen football <laughs> and this guy i think plays for like alabama state he's a senior is kind of ending his career so it's like in this kid's eyes this is like the greatest thing he's ever caught you know at a sporting event oh yeah and that that makes the parents happy that makes the moms happy and uh you know i was yeah. at yeah i was at a burlington sock puppets game this summer and there was a gentleman who just he had a home run Somebody got the ball. He autographed it. He gave it to me for some reason. We, we had a couple pints. I don't know if he was a little tipsy. I wind up giving it to the, my friend's seven-year-old daughter, and it's up there on her yeah. shelf with all her baseball belongings. And, and I don't know what this guy is going to do in the future, but yeah. you know, to her, that was a magical time. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly what we're here to do. Is And, you know, bottom line, too, is, a hero per se can be whoever you want it to be. It doesn't matter if they're in the MLB, someone could be. And the best part, what I like about that is I do, I've had season ticket holders tell me I've been a muck dog season ticket holder for 16 years that there were players this year where it would, was like their kids' birthdays and the player would write them a birthday card. We're talking in January, way out of baseball, or maybe FaceTime them on their birthday. And they're just saying like that experience for my son is way way better than him watching some you know second round pick strike out at the muck dogs game yeah. when they're affiliated you know? now those type of things are those are those you know the contacting uh the kids during the offseason is that something designed by you guys at all your your levels yeah, of baseball I, or no it's super organic i just think okay, it comes so it's down organic. to okay. the access we give these fans now yeah and, and you know Obviously, we, we want – there's promos the players have to do. Like we have sponsors and stuff. But then again, there's – some of these guys come up to us and are like, hey, if you're doing anything that involves, like, fi you know, firefighters, my dad's a firefighter, what can I do to make that night better? They come up to us and ask, how can I be involved more? Okay, that's great to hear. Now, I've been to Elmira. I was there several years ago. I have a YouTube video on up on – at uh, ball, ballparkhunter.com. It was one of those stadiums I wanted to see because it had that amazing – Park Deco design, and it's just reminds me of the minor league ballparks uh, when I was a kid. You know, very basic. You know, food concession stands behind the grandstands. Uh, yeah. What What's the what, what did you guys do differently there to to go from five hundred fans to you said about three thousand? Because I think if you look at summer collegiate, we talk about Savannah, we talk about Madison, yeah. we talk about the, the the team outside of Calgary. I don't not Okotok, I think. But yeah. you guys, you guys are up there with attendance. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys are killing it. Maybe not on TikTok, but no, you're packing yeah, them in. So, so what's your secret? What's what's the special recipe? We're, we're lacking uh, social media for sure. In, in in terms of the newer stuff, my ownership group with Facebook. Yes, we have over uh, fifteen thousand followers, so that's pretty big that's deal. Awesome. But in terms of the other stuff, we're pretty low key. And to be honest, um, uh, I like that you said that because. Um, there's 168 of these teams and we have the 22nd overall and the sixth overall in attendance. And that's not easy to do. We're talking about two, like, yes, the Savannah bananas are great and I love them, but they're just the Savannah bananas. We're the muck dogs. We're, we're, we're the pioneers. We're consulting. We had the hockey team, the enforcers, like we were juggling 20 things. So I really love what our staff can do to get those numbers up. And what it really comes down to is just, um, you know, being very honest with these communities by telling them, you know, yes, we own the team, but you guys have the, 
you guys have the keys to sort of keep the park open. You know, if you don't come or if sponsors don't support it, like the pioneers will go away. They've been here since 1888. And you saw that you had 500 fans here. Like that guy kept, they would always just sell to a new owner because they're like, Oh, I, I can't support it. I can't, you know, I can't keep losing money every year. And we have great relationships um, with our corporate partners and it really starts there. You get the corporate base and then it just comes out to, you know, what I sort of specialize in, which is group sales. You know, we, we make, we make these fans part of the action. You know, we want schools and churches singing. We want your local Cub Scout cap to be the color guard. You know, we want the local dance group to be the entertainment. You know, you start putting these things into the recipe of how to sell out. It's like, okay, all of a sudden we're at got a thousand seats sold. And all we did was just try and bring out local groups that want to entertain fans. So um, it's really, that's kind of the base of it is you get the corporate sponsors behind it. And you get some of your local organizations behind it. And if you just, you know, put out a good product, they, they get excited. They feel like they're part of the action, part of the team. They want to make this thing successful. Yeah. It, it sounds like very easy uh, things to do for the ownership. But uh, before we got on, you mentioned to me that uh, people are like, yeah, I'm a big hockey fan or a big baseball fan. Let me own a team. You know, what, yeah. what are some of the mistakes ownerships, uh, do when they they buy a team they don't see fans yeah they, i i would say i think it just comes down to really i'm just the glorified sales guy and mm-hmm. so is my owner that's what we say it's it's going out and asking that company to buy a sign you know it, it's not easy it, if it was i promise you everybody would be doing it but think about that i'm oh, no. going and asking you for money for something that's not an easy job but guess what if you don't get that capital you know to to, to buy your jerseys, to buy concessions, to, to get your team buses paid for, you know, get your, your locker room update, all these things you sort of need. All of a sudden, you're just going to be like, well, well, we'll buy that. We'll buy that. And then we'll make money on ticket sales when people come. But then if they don't come, you're, you're sort of rolling the dice. So it's almost like I would say the biggest mistake for some of these people are is they don't understand your season is super important in the off season. Like Definitely. we've spent the whole, yeah, we spent the whole winter selling, you know, uh it's like i would if i had to guess it's like close to like 42 outfield signs you know what i mean so like that's what we're doing all winter that doesn't i can assure you maybe one out of those 42 called in and asked for a sign you know it just doesn't happen you know you gotta go you gotta go get it you really you really gotta get it and you gotta get it by what i just said telling that sponsor listen i need you whether you're five hundred dollars or you're fifty thousand dollars i need you because i can't keep the pioneers here without you and you can't keep like quality of life up in your community without baseball or hockey or basketball, whatever you have, people want to, people want to go watch stuff. You know what I mean? They want to go do things. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, you know, when I started off each uh, 20 some years ago, I remember interviewing for internships. I remember interviewing for jobs in minor league baseball and everybody said ticket sales, sponsorship sales, you know, you have to be a bulldog. You have to, you know, if you're successful in that, you'll have a job and you're right. If, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it because it is hard. Yeah. You know, one out of 42. Good Lord. I, I would hate to just have to make that phone call. And I've done that before. I've done that with, with some yeah. sports teams I've worked at. And, and when, when you get it, it's awesome. You know, I remember selling uh, a sponsorship ad on the back of our ticket stubs for an yeah. Italian restaurant. And I was like, yes, I did it. And then you, you wish you could do that all the time, 
but yeah, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, and, and what you just said, why we've had success, me and my owner are the glorified sales guys, but what you just mentioned with that internship, you know, our, our, our community relations guy, our broadcaster, you know, our social media, you know, person, um, you know, even, even the person that runs the merch stand, like these, these are people we lean on heavily to sort of like make us the pioneers. Like every summer we tell these interns, Hey, like we are very fortunate. Um, six out of our eight interns last summer all got jobs and four were in the NHL after our interning with us. So huge. we were very excited and we tell them, yeah. And one of those jobs out of the, I mentioned the six out of the eight, one of them we hired. So like, it's not just like we're trying to push you away. We hired him for the muck dogs. He's our assistant general managers now. So I always tell people yeah. we'll, we'll do the heavy lifting. You know, we're, we're going to sell it. We're going to make it crazy, but someone has to help activate all this stuff. Like if I sell a sponsor and it involves, you know, you're going to have to go to their grocery store with a player every Thursday. Like someone's got to take them there. That's what they paid for. So these interns are really like a huge part of our success. Yeah. That that's what I tell kids. Uh, sometimes I'll, well, I haven't talked to anybody in college in a long time, but I remember there was a time I would come back uh, and, and talk to some college kids. And I said, you know, in college, if you live like in Elmira or if you live in Batavia, you know, find out if, if you can help out that team during the summer, find out if there's something you can do. Uh, just to get that experience, because you're right, you you know, you, you don't know where that can lead to. You said six out of eight people got full paying jobs now. Um, yeah, it, 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 I agree with you. And I, I always tell people this. I wish that I would have done those things. Yeah, because, me too. Uh, Absolutely. I, 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 I was a, I had to be the grinder. I, I, I out of college, got an ECHL job, then worked in the AHL, then finally got to the NHL. And after three years and it turns out that there was people who uh, got a job right out of college because they were doing some of these things yes. in high school, doing some things for internships. And I just sort of like messed around like, oh yeah, I like sports, I'll get a job. Now I had to go the hard way. Yeah, no, no, no. I have a question. How many people have sports management degrees or does that even matter? Honestly, there's a lot that do, but it, it doesn't, I no. don't have one. Yeah, I, I don't think. I say that, yeah, I, I don't have one. So it, it, to answer your question quickly, it does not matter whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, no, I, have graphic, that's... I have a graphic design major right now um, that's interning with us because like, guess what? Like some of the best stuff we need is graphics. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's gonna do like all of our social media content. He's doing our team poster, you know, all these things that yeah. like he's going to get real experience. Like, and not only that cool experience, cause he, who doesn't like sports? You know what I mean? He's a huge sports fan. So um, he's excited. So yeah. Answer your question. No, you don't need yeah. that. Yeah, you, you definitely have to love doing this because you may not see the money right away. And I tell kids, it's like, you got to, you know, if if you live in Indianapolis or if you live in like Charlotte in some small little town in upstate New York or out in the Midwest, yeah, you got to figure out how to get there. But if you live locally and you can stay at home, you got it made. You got exactly. it made. So exactly. uh Next question I have is uh, the, the ballpark experiences. Uh, I mean, I kind of know how Elmira is. I've been out there, but what about Dwyer Stadium? How, how are things going on there right now, food-wise, promotions? Yeah. So um, Dwyer is amazing when I compare it to Elmira. That, that sounds uh, it's modern, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. got, like, a little more – commodity design for 
it's not that retro look. And, and, and I got to be very honest. I should have said this from the beginning. So you also don't have to be like Mr. Baseball to work in baseball. I, I, I would say hockey is my like forte, but I'm also just an entertainment guy, if that makes sense. And I know yeah. sports and I have fun watching it. I'm not, I'm not like a diehard. So when I look at Dunfield, I love the retroness, but then part of me is like, where's all the cool stuff, like the scoreboards and all, you know, all this stuff that <laughs> most modern stadiums are. So I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan that's like, let's preserve it. I'm like, why, why aren't we getting like cup holders in our seats? You know what I mean? Where like, these are the old school wooden benches. And some people are like, no, you can't get rid of those. So when I see Dwyer with that stuff, like some, some box seats that are plastic backed with cup holders and like the netting that goes all the way down the side and the, and the dugout has like, it just, everything looks nice. Dwyer is like a 10 out of 10 to me. And on top of that, um, you know, it's got history too. You know, you look at some of the stuff that's happened there and, you know, they gave us a nice tour. And I would say in terms of in-game, what I like about Dwyer is uh, the fans up there have that whole like Buffalo Bill, Western New York vibe. So they just mm. want to party, have a good time and like sports are important to them. It's blue collar. So like opening day last year, uh, we did all kinds of funny stuff, but we actually dropped our first pitch out of the helicopter, like 600 feet in the air. My owner caught it. A helicopter flew by, you know, at their beginning ceremonies. We threw it out and then it did a flyby. So, like, that's the kind of stuff we can do at Dwyer, and it's fun. It's different. It's newer, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's, 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 it renovated it quite some time ago, so it's it's definitely not that kind of dusty ballpark. I mean, I love the, the old ballparks, yeah. believe you me, but – <laughs> yeah it's uh it's fun that uh i know the muck dogs had something called them uh kind of like their version of a hot plate a muck plate is that still there so i don't uh the muck plate i don't i don't even know what that is i'm gonna guess it's something like a garbage plate yeah something like a garbage plate yes yeah so we uh, the thing with us and i'll be very transparent with the the um concessions company we use everything about us at elmira and um and uh, Dwyer, it's about speed because, um, as you just mentioned, you know when you have, when you have three thousand people a night, you know you, it's it's hard to feed them out of that one old school concession stand that you said it done. Oh yeah. So, so like you know we we don't do it's good though for the fans. We don't do fountain sodas. You know what I mean. We don't do draft beers. We we kind of give you the can and get going. Like you know, and you get the yeah. big guy. So we're we're about yeah we're yeah I'm like you know it's not necessarily like two dollar beer night every night because we're selling the tall boys but i can tell you what we're pumping them out you're getting them and they're cold and the next guy's in line and there you go that's kind of our our style is almost like mcdonald's you know bam 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 get in and get your burgers and your fries okay. and we'll get you next in line and the menu is nice though you know you name it hot dogs hamburger you know pizza uh, our specialty i would say is nachos nelly's nachos they're at both ballparks our our owners uh robbie and nelly nichols uh She's famous for nachos. You can get them all different kinds of ways that uh, we can serve them even in a big baseball helmet, you know, with I, I do remember those. I do remember those. Yes. Yeah, Nelly's nachos would probably be our staple. Nelly's nachos. So do you, you don't have any kind of wacky food items, just your ballpark basics. I would say, yeah, you know, like sausage and peppers. And yeah. Onions. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say the only other, I guess, thing that we're also known for in Elmira is wine slushies. Uh, we okay. serve in these big, like, uh, like, uh, pineapple frozen things they're the thing you probably want to try 
Oh, wait, you yeah. know what I forgot, though? For talking about alcohol, we actually have our own Pioneer Ale and Hot Dog Ale. Okay, Pioneer Ale. What's it called? Pioneer Hot Dog Ale? Pioneer Ale at, at Elmira and Muck Dog. Uh, oh, Muck Ale Dog. And Muck okay. Dog. And it's got the logo on the can. Yeah. We, we Tactical Yeah. Two separate cans. Whenever we play each other, we put two of them out on the front. Uh, it's brewed by Eli, and they're good. Check them out. Now, 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 who are they brewed by again? I did, you cut out a little bit there. Eli Fish. It's right up. Eli okay. Fish Brewing. It's right up in Batavia. Um, okay. And they're great. Uh, they sign the can and everything. It's pretty fun. Fans love them to take home and you know put them up on the shelf and all that. Then I assume they're probably like a lager or a pilsner. Yeah, they're pretty light. It's like a blonde. Honestly, yeah. we just ask for like, what's the lightest thing? Because yes, we want to sell more than one. If that makes sense. No, no, exactly right. You're exactly right. Scouts. No, no, no. Well, I, you know what? The last thing I want is a stout when the weather's 85 degrees at a ballpark. <laughs> you know, maybe a stout when I'm inside by the fire and it's like 20 degrees outside. You know, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I get that. I get that. It's yes, a, a pilsner, a lager. A blonde ale, yeah, absolutely right. That one of those would be an IPA uh, would be perfect yep. for that. So, well, yeah. So this sounds like no, so you just own these two teams. Anything else? I know you, you guys were with the Elmira Forces yeah. of the uh, Federal League, but just these two teams you're focusing on. Right, right now um, we are doing consulting too. Um, we helped a few teams get started over winter. There's a few teams that called us for even. When I say consulting too. It, it's anything. There's actually a a Comic-Con festival I'm helping out that, you know, just these things that we talked about, they need to sell sponsors. They need to sell tickets ahead of time. You don't just market, Hey, it's Comic-Con and people come, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you need that capital. So we really are just in, in, in event management, you know, whether that was renting our facility, like we used to work with WWE, something like the big names, Disney on ice, monster trucks, PBR, or even just a local folks festival that we've hosted, you know, at the ballpark of this year at Dwyer, we actually have a Margaritaville plan and ZBTV's a Zach Brown tribute band. Uh, we do a muck dog trick or treat in October. Uh, families come and they trick or treat around the ballpark the week before Halloween. Companies uh, set up tables. It had over 2,000 kids come last year. So this year we're expecting like even more. It was just, a, we just do anything we can. Yeah. So you, yeah, you guys are doing it not only uh, at the game, but during the off season as well. Uh, and I guess uh, I guess some of my last questions are promotions at the game. Uh, what what kind of things can we see there? Do you do anything over the top, or is it your dizzy bat races? Your so if you're talking, you're talking more in game promos, or well, you're talking like actual giveaway. Items? You know, yeah. Let, let's go with giveaways. Yeah, let's talk about the giveaways. So Elmira is kind of known for giveaways. Um, okay. That's that's I say our two biggest difference. So Elmira, we go all out. We do like. There's about five fireworks nights, which are kind of a big deal when you look at some of these summer collegiate leagues. Not all of them do it. Uh, we got five fireworks nights. We got two T-shirt giveaways. And mm -hmm. I can tell you what, in Elmira, people start lining up at like 2 o'clock for these That early. Yeah, it's the first 2,000 fans. Um, we actually do – we give away a company logo. It's a real baseball. It's a Hilliard baseball. It's got the Pioneer logo on it. Uh, Thunderstick nights, uh, Frisbee nights with company logos on it. We do uh, team posters, uh, which are really, really cool. Actually, we do an autograph signing afterwards. Uh, we have magnet schedules, uh, another big cowbells. 
another big one that's really cool for these players, uh, if I have to be honest, we do trading card sets. And not only just for the players is it cool and the fans, but if you think about it, like, you know, like a player like Yacobanis who was drafted in the, you know, late uh, first round, early second round, that mid in between, uh, I don't know what it's called in the MLB, but where he's in a Pioneers uniform. So like, it's kind of a collector's item when you think about it. So we do trading card set giveaways. Those are always big, um, you know, typical stuff too. dollar dog, you know, beer nights, all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. But Elmira, you pretty much, we tell everybody when you come to a Pioneers game, you're walking away with some promo item. If that makes sense. No, yeah, no, it's right. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. With, with switching to Dwyer, same stuff. You know, we've done t-shirts. We do uh, tote bags, rally towels. Just, we don't nearly, we don't necessarily have something like that every night. We do have themes though. Like that would be, I think the big difference And Dwyer, um, like we'll do like, uh, here's a, here's a, a great one. Um, seven, one, six nights, Buffalo's big up there. So we had like, a blue cheese chugging contest, which went awesome and horrible at the same time. I love blue um, cheese, but I don't want to chug it. <laughs> exactly. And everyone thought they could handle it. They couldn't. Um, you know, we did like a, a night with a local Irish bar up there. We had like the bagpipes and we had like, uh, I guess, a bunch of state. We're big at, I guess, I don't want to give away too many secrets, but we also like staging things um, in Elmira for the enforcers, the hockey team. Uh, we did a fake proposal. And the woman said no, but it was kind of set up and it went, we had like 80,000 views on spitting chiclets. Uh, we put a hot tub by the, the pen, penalty box, like stuff like that is like the wacky stuff we're trying to do. We had a guy sitting in there the whole game in a hot tub holding beers. It was just pretty funny. So that's the stuff we do at Dwyer. We have like um, a funny instance host that'll like jump through tables. They'll drink like anything you need to drink. He smashed pies in his face. Like he's just a goofball, but he's great. So like Dwyer, definitely more in-game little things okay. like that it's are good, like good the entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, that's great to hear. You know, I, I do like going up to upstate New York and checking out those ballparks. And, uh, you know, when you're a guy like me who just takes vacations based on where a baseball game is, you can hit a lot in that area. So uh, Exactly. Yeah. Now, how far is Elmira from uh, Batavia? Two hours. Two um, hours, yeah. Two hours, yeah. We've we've developed a fun little rivalry. I'll say that. Um, yeah. yeah. Always, always good to hear. All right. Well, Mark, I'm gonna gonna let you get going, and uh, I appreciate you coming on here and having this conversation. There's a, I think I contacted you just to talk about Batavia, but you know, I learned a whole lot more than just one team. So I appreciate you giving me your time today. No, hey, thank you. I any sort of I, I love that we're on your radar because um, <laughs> I think we're we're gonna start to do even more things uh, now that we don't have the hockey. We're really focusing on baseball. Yeah. And that first year in Batavia, you know, we went from about uh, seventy nine season ticket holders to five hundred. We've already renewed one hundred and seven percent of our season tickets for Batavia, so uh, the crowds are gonna be even bigger there. And then even in Elmira there's some nights where I've had some companies purchase blocks of thousands because COVID's sort of gone. So now yeah. like we're, we're expecting, normal. yeah, we're expecting normal. Like you just said, they want to go have yeah. some food and a beer at a ballpark. Yeah. And, and that was sorely missed the uh, lat 2020. And then even last year, you still saw remnants of that. So exactly. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time and uh, best of luck this year. And uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. We'll l- let me know if you're back yeah. out. In the Midwest, doing any consulting, we'll we'll get together. 
And you let me know if you're coming to that upstate New York. We might have a muck dog jersey waiting for you. All right. I like how that sounds. All right. Take take care. See ya. All right. Well, that was Mark Witt. He's the GM of Can USA Sports, the owners of the Elmira Pioneers and Batavia Buck Dogs. But did I just say Buck Dogs? Oh, God. The Batavia Muck Dogs. There you go. Uh, you know, what's funny. I, I have a jersey waiting for me up there in Elmira. I have a hat in Oneata. <laughs> so maybe I need to get to upstate New York sometime soon to do these things. But uh, yeah, you, it better be a nice fitting jersey. So, God, I, I don't know when I'm going to be up in that area again. You know, when I lived in New Jersey. I was always going back and forth between there and Toronto for various reasons. So I was always in that that area and that wasn't that far to drive to. But I'm a little bit out of the way now. You know, I would say a good seven, eight hours by car, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe one day I'll just say, screw it. Let me go check out some bisons and some of Jamestown tarp, tarp skunks and Rochester Red Wings. Because I think Rochester and Batavia are not that far from each other. So hey, who knows? It can happen. But uh, that was Mark Witt. I apologize. Uh, he His reception wasn't that great. He was uh, en route to pick up his uh, daughter, I think, from school. So um you know, that kind of happens. You, you got to pick up your daughter. I'm not going to expect a man to talk to me and leave his daughter behind at school. So uh, I don't think it was terrible enough that you couldn't understand what was going on. I think it got bad when he was explaining the beers. And if you didn't hear that, uh, there's the Pioneer Ale and the Muck Dog Ale. And they're both blondes from what I can gather, a blonde ale. And if you don't know what a blonde ale is, it's sort of like a cream ale. And, and if you don't know what a cream ale is, if you live in Indianapolis, Sun King, Cream Ale. Uh, and if you live up in Wisconsin, Spotted Cow is a Cream Ale. It's a very light, easy drinking beer. Not one of my favorites, but uh, if I'm at the ballpark and it's a hot day and I'm sweating, it's 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 refreshing to have. So um, yeah, so I, I if yeah that that's the only thing I think he was mess. I, I we couldn't hear on his end, and he might have said something else earlier. I can't really pick up that, but uh, great conversation. I, you know, I bring people on here and you never know what you're going to talk about. And this guy was talking about, you know, selling sign, uh, signs and, you know, promoting the game and doing other promotion consulting services for other uh, businesses that are outside of baseball. I mean, we talked about two teams today. You know, I, I think the only other time I talked to somebody uh, was when we we're talking to Yakima in Walla Walla. I forget the gentleman's name. I apologize. But, uh, you know, he had those two teams. We didn't really talk about We just focused on Yakima. So this was a nice conversation. I really enjoy uh, this show. I enjoy you guys watching. I'm sorry, listening. I enjoy you guys promoting it on on YouTube or and I'm sorry. God, I'm messing up today. Uh, promoting it on Twitter. You know, uh, Zach Beeson, thank you for listening. I, I know uh, you comment. Uh, we got Paul Caputo. He likes to make some comments and uh, that's about it that I can think of. You guys, uh, you guys are definitely avid followers of the podcast. And, you know, if it didn't have guys like you listening and promoting it and telling me uh, tips and, and correcting me on some mistakes, I made, because I do make mistakes. I'm a human being for crying out loud. I don't know if I would do this. So uh, the rest of you guys and girls out there, thank you for listening as well and, and tell your friends about it. So Elmira Pioneers, Batavia Muck Dogs, the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. That's a long name, but the Perfect Game League, I think 
It's kind of what it's known as 16 team league uh, throughout upstate New York, featuring former NYPL clubs in Elmira, Oneonta, Jamestown, Watertown, Glen Falls, Niagara Falls, Geneva or Geneva or Geneva. I don't know how to say that. Utica in Newark, not Newark, New Jersey or Newark, Delaware, but Newark, New York. Uh, the pilots, which I think were stems from when they were affiliated with the Seattle pilots. They were called the co-pilots back in 68, 69, something like that. So anyway, guys, check me out. Ballpark Hunter on YouTube, Twitter. Watching my dog trying to get on the couch here. I'm sorry. I got distracted there. Once again, Ballpark Hunter on YouTube, the Twitter the Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out my videos, my posts, my comments, and uh, share, like, subscribe, do all that magical stuff you guys do. And we will see you next time. Stay safe, and we'll talk again. <laughs>